Episode 59, Being Worthy and Setting Yourself Up for Success, Part 4, Your Points of Difference. You're listening to The Game Changers with Jason Jennings. Leadership lessons in speed, productivity, growth, innovation, and reinvention. Now, here's worldwide best-selling author and speaker, Jason Jennings, and your host, Dale Dixon. And welcome to The Game Changers. This is the podcast dedicated to leading highly principled people to their full potential. I'm your host, Dale Dixon. He is New York Times, Wall Street Journal, and USA Today bestselling author. The books have been translated in 34 languages. USA Today calls him one of the three most in-demand business speakers in the world. Jason Jennings, great to be with you today. Dale, uh, great to be with you. You know, every time... Uh, I'm being introduced for a speech. I kind of want to stand, and I understand the need for an introduction. You've got to set the credentials, but I always kind of stand backstage and put my fingers in my ear because I, I, I don't want to believe this. And the only thing I could imagine saying when I go on stage after a very nice introduction like you just did is, uh, thanks for the nice introduction, Dale. Uh, my father would have loved it, and my mother would have believed it. <laughs> well, don't, it's... Don't, you know, the moment you start taking yourself too seriously and, uh, and reading your own press materials, you're on a toboggan ride downhill. This is, this is true. A little humility uh, definitely helps. But tell us about the reinventors. So I love, you know, your email and your signature line that I get uh, talks about the reinventors. How's it going? And uh, uh, I'm you sure know, you've got a good story uh, with it. Uh, a parent is not supposed to have favorite children, and an author shouldn't have favorite books. But uh, the reinventors uh, and the latest, the high speed company rank up there is uh, two of my favorites. You know, we've all got to constantly be reinventing ourselves and reinventing our businesses, or ultimately we're going to become irrelevant. And the reinventors uh, takes you through step by step how to reinvent your organization. It's, it's all based on research, like all of my books, not what I think or not what I feel. Uh, it's, it's all solid, solid research. And then the high-speed company is great because it's about creating uh, cultures of urgency and growth. So, uh, so the books are doing well, and uh, if people haven't read them, uh, I, I urge them to do so. Absolutely. So uh, let's dive back into, we're in uh, part four now of a five-part series. The whole concept is being worthy and setting yourself up for success. Let's give listeners just a quick recap of where we've been in the first three parts, because today's number four, your points of difference. So refresh our memories on, on where we've been, and definitely we're going to encourage listeners to go back and listen from the beginning the this series. Okay. Uh, well, Dale, look, face it, uh, everybody, uh, you, me, everyone I know is very busy. Nobody's got time. Almost everyone is suspicious of your motives. People are not quick to trust. Everyone is almost exhausted from being pitched a needless array of products and services, and nobody wants to be conned. But here's what happens. When you go over a certain point and you're deemed worthy, all of a sudden people listen to you, people talk to you, people trust you, people will do business with you. So it's all about making yourself be seen as being worthy in someone else's eyes, whether you're trying to sell them something, uh, whether you want to do business with them, whether you want to work with them or for them, or whether you're trying to raise money for a venture, un until somebody has deemed you worthy, you're, you're not going to get to square one. So three weeks ago, uh, we discussed the fact that people, all based on solid psychological evidence, that people make tons of decisions about you in less than one second. And we gave you 10 things to do to stack the deck in your favor. Two weeks ago, we, we talked about breaking the ice the right way, being genuine, being authentic, not being schmarmy. Last week, uh, we discussed the importance of stating your purpose. And now we're going to add the next element, 
which is gaining belief and proving your worthiness. It's called demonstrating your points of difference. And uh, if I may, Dale, can I begin with the story? Absolutely. That's the best part. All right. Your points of difference are really your competitive advantage. And I've been teaching the points of difference for a long time. I will tell everyone listening to this, there are two huge gifts I can give you, and this is going to be one of them. If you will learn how to properly do your points of difference, it will be, and I'll risk my career on it, it will be one of the most powerful things you will ever do. So picture me in Australia teaching what we've been talking about in the last several episodes of The Game Changers and teaching this group of people how to demonstrate their points of difference. And then we were doing role plays. And so I'm sitting at a desk in, in the middle of this U and everybody was coming up and doing their points of difference. And I recall uh, this young woman uh, who, during the other classroom activities, I, I thought had been rather meek and rather shy and rather retired, but it was her turn to do the role play. And so she walked into my make-believe office and she said, hello, Mr. Jennings. And uh, she broke the ice. She stated her purpose. And then she looked me straight in the eye and she said, I'd like to take a moment and tell you just a couple of things about me. She said, the first is that I'm young. You can probably tell that. And I'm a recent college graduate, but I graduated at the top of my class. I worked my way through college and I have zero debt and a need to achieve and win. Now, let me tell you what that means to you, Mr. Jennings. If we decide that we're going to do some business together, that's what I'm going to bring to the table. She said, the second thing I'd want you to know about me is that one of the jobs I worked to pay my way through university is I worked for Jenny Craig Weight Loss Centers. And my job, when people came through the door, my job was to sell them. But I didn't like the idea of selling anybody anything. I, it was about helping people achieve their dreams. And so everything I did was about helping other people achieve what they want to achieve. Let me tell you what that means to you, Mr. Jennings. If we decide to work together, I will be on your side, and it will all about be about you achieving what you want to achieve. And finally, the final thing I tell you is this. I love business. I love watching businesses grow and all the good that comes with that. What that means to you is that if we end up doing business together, you're going to have an ally like you've never had, shooting for the same target that you're shooting for. So this was role play. Are you about ready to break character and just hire her in real life? Uh, no, the I wanted you... to adopt her. <laughs> I wanted to adopt her. And that day, bam, I realized something I'd never realized. When I was young and in my 20s and my early 30s, all of these business people, I would demonstrate my points of difference and they would adopt me. They probably had non-accomplished kids at home who had never achieved what they wanted them to achieve, and all of a sudden there's this young, bright-eyed guy sitting in front of them demonstrating his points of difference, and they're going, yeah, yeah, tell me more, tell me more, tell me more. Now, let me suggest this. That young woman, and kind of a petite in terms of stature, as I recall, she was a um, salesperson or an account executive for about six or eight months, became a sales manager, a general sales manager, and within about two or three years had left to become the number two person at the biggest advertising agency in Australia. And I still hear from her from time to time. And she says, learning the points of difference is the single most important thing that ever happened in her life. So everybody's got to have a point of difference. It's your narrative. But did you hear the one thing that she said? Because it's what a point of difference is all about. If you just walked in and said, I'm a recent college graduate. I graduated from the top of my class and I worked my way through school. And I was number one at Jenny Craig. And I love business. You could sound very, very disingenuous. 
it could sound like you've got some kind of a pitch or a spiel that you've memorized. The magic words in a point of difference are, let me tell you what this means to you. So your points of difference must never be only about you and your accomplishments and what you bring to the table. The magic are the words, let me tell you what this means to you. So I'm going to craft a picture of the person who might be listening. Uh, let's say they graduated from college. They were in the middle of their class. They've got some student debt. They did okay at their most recent job, but they're sitting listening thinking, I don't have a story like the young lady in Australia. So and where do what, we start putting the points of difference together? All right. And what I'm going to say is I'm not going to say the word because once in a while I say the BS word and Dale counseled me that I shouldn't say that because <laughs> fathers and mothers are listening on their way to work with kids in the car. So I'll just say it's bull. Okay. I've never met anybody in my life who doesn't have a story, who hasn't accomplished something, who hasn't learned some lessons that would constitute a point of difference. But you have to admit, oftentimes you have to pull that out of them. Well, and that's what people are going to have to do. And so what I urge people to do is, number one, sit down and write a list about you, your accomplishments, and what you've, and what you've done. Maybe one of your accomplishments is that you were on a, a losing football team that wasn't supposed to accomplish anything in high school, and you went on to win the district and the regional and the state and what you learned about being a chief grit officer and what that means to someone else. Maybe you came from a, a broken house, no father and a foster home or, or something very, very tragic, but you came through it. And you've got to say, what did I learn from this? And what does this mean to you? I think a big part of your points of difference, I remember somebody in the financial planning business telling me once, you know, I've been in this business 38 years. Let me tell you what that means. I've made every mistake that you could possibly make. And that's the bad news. The good news is I won't make them when I'm working for you. You have to take your wide range of life's experiences, accomplishments, and put them together in this points of difference narrative, remembering the words, what this means to you. So Absolutely. number one, you have to write a list about you, your accomplishments, what you've learned, the road you've traveled, what you've done. Then you've got to mull it over. Step number two is mulling it over and over and over and coming up with the very best three. And then you got to ask the question, what you've done or what you've accomplished or what you've learned or what you've achieved, what does it mean to someone else? Just to sit there and recite stuff about you is self-centered. It must never be about you. It must be about the other person. So the most important words are, so let me tell you what this means to you. Then what you have to do is you have to make it a part who you are. Uh, I'll give you a good, good example. I, I think I'm called on to demonstrate my points of difference uh, all the time. And so what I talk about is, first and foremost, I'm a researcher. And what that means is that if we end up working together, we're going to be dealing with the truth. We're going to be dealing with the facts. We're going to be dealing with my study and analysis of more than 220,000 companies. That's number one. That's what it means to you. Number two, I've owned a lot of businesses. I've employed a lot of people. I know about the need for growth, money in the bank, and the bottom line, and all the moving parts. What that means to you is you'll be getting an ally, somebody who is seasoned, somebody who has been there, somebody who is there. And finally, I want to tell you that I'm an author and a speaker, uh, eight books, but I haven't done it for the celebrity, but because I love taking the complicated and making it easy and accessible. And what that means to you is we'll never engage in Chinese math. I mean, we'll never be delusional. We'll never pencil ourselves into oblivion. I mean, we'll be dealing with the facts that I've gained during this journey. So all of us 
are called on all the time. Now, I'll tell you this. I've got about 10 things that I use in my point of difference, uh, depending on the circumstances, depending on the group I'm speaking with or the person I'm speaking with. But you need to use, you need to pick from that list the three most appropriate. But the most important thing is, let me tell you what this means to you. I would urge people to go through life imagining, and I, I do this as a real-world exercise for myself every day, everybody I'm talking to for the first time, I imagine they've got a Post-it note stuck in the middle of their forehead, and the words written on it are, so what? <laughs> so it's... stop talking about yourself and start spending your energy on what it means to them. It's everybody's favorite radio station, WIIFM. Exactly that's exactly right. What's in it for me? So let me tell you this, Dale. Having a point of difference puts you head and shoulders above everyone else. I don't believe it's a game changer. I truly believe it is a life changer. I think it's what separates and distinguishes people who are leaders, people we respect, people we trust, people we look up to from the wannabes and the has-beens. So I can't emphasize the amount of effort required into putting together a great point of difference. And so what people have to do is they've got to go back and they've got to listen to all of this special five-part series and uh, put the pieces together, and it will be a life changer. Absolutely. And, but you're putting your audience first in this process, thinking what's going to be most relevant to the person with whom I'm speaking. I received a telephone you. call just this afternoon from someone who's been listening to The Game Changers, and they said something interesting. They said, you're going to make more money by doing these podcasts for free than you ever possibly imagined. You know what? And you and I do these podcasts as a labor of love. We've got all this incredible information. I mean, we want to share it. I mean, there's, there's no sales involved. I hope people read books, but I mean, there's no sales involved. I mean, and you know what? If you go through life making it mostly about others instead of yourself and what it means to them as opposed to what's in it for you, you'll have a very rich life. Absolutely. Well, that wraps it up for this one. I want to share with you what one of the reviewers on iTunes has written. Uh, he goes by JJ Radio, and he says, How unbelievable Jason makes his wealth of information, knowledge, and experience available in a concise and free format. Speaking of which, seriously, this is great stuff. My suggestion, don't miss an episode. Gave it five stars, uh, wrote the review. We appreciate that. If you will, go to iTunes uh, or your favorite way of listening to the podcast. It might be uh, any number of ways, but definitely leave a rating and a review. It helps people find it and access the information, the free information that's available. And then, you know what? If you want to find a way to pay it forward... Pick up one of Jason's books, as he said, eight of them out there, easy to find, and pass it along to a friend, and then tell them about the podcast to get even more information like they'll find in the book. So any parting thoughts for us? Yes, people are always amazed. I, I, I don't know why. I, again, this happened earlier this afternoon. I picked up the telephone. I said, hello, Jason Jennings. And the person was silent, and I said, hello. And they said, oh, my God you don't answer your own phone. I thought I was getting a voicemail. I said, well, of course I answer my own phone. Who should answer my phone? And I also respond to all of my emails. Right now, I'm, I'm maybe about 36 hours behind, and there's been tons of emails coming in. We'll devote an upcoming episode to, uh, to a lot of the emails coming in. But my email address is jason at jason-jennings.com. It's my one and only email address, and I, I really stay on top of it. I, w I would love to hear from people. He does. Uh, we are enjoying the podcast. So and you don't have story. an assistant that's calling through the email for you. I mean, it's 
It's uh, it's amazing. So uh, you are a brave man and uh, and definitely the real deal. Thank you, Jason. This is tremendous. Next week, it is Gaining Belief as we wrap up this five-part series. And this is the podcast dedicated to leading highly principled people to their full potential. The Game Changers. Jason, have yourself a great week. You too. You've been listening to The Game Changers. Leadership lessons in speed, productivity, growth, innovation, and reinvention with business thought leader, best-selling author, and keynote speaker, Jason Jennings. Read Jason's most recent New York Times bestseller, The Reinventors, and visit his website at jason-jennings.com.